0: Welcome to another episode of Living Scent, a missional podcast where we're talking about how do we live as Jesus followers in this world where we enjoy grace, embody love, and engage culture as we learn how to live sent. Hey, it's great to be recording another episode. I love this podcast and I've been hearing from some leaders and apprentices, like people stop me in the lobby and they're, it's so encouraging to hear when people Mm. listen and are benefiting from this podcast. That's super cool. They're saying like, we feel refreshed. So if our conversation can refresh someone, (laughs) I'm so happy. I'm so happy for that. I mean, it's awesome, but that's (laughs) pretty crazy. Yeah, but I'm just glad to be doing this and, uh, Living Scent, on the mic, it's you and me, Yvonne, here That's we are. That's right, yeah.
1: another Scott Yvonne special. Okay,
0: it's sort of fun. <laughs> I actually like it, because then we can say crazier things, and we have more time to make mistakes, yeah. so it's it's more fun. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We'll just fly by the seat of our pants a little who, more. Who knows? Who knows what's <laughs> going to
0: happen? But uh, what are we going to be talking about today in Living Scent?
1: Yeah, so today, in this moment in time, we find ourselves, it is August It's like, holy crap, where did the summer go? Yep. (laughs) And MC Leaders and Apprentices, y'all, me too. We have started to receive all the emails from the D team about, hey, it's time to fill out these applications for being a leader or an apprentice. Um, I think... We're starting to sweat a little bit because of that. Yep. And so, you know, <laughs> like as we were talking as a D team about, like, how could we encourage MC Leaders and Apprentices, like, how to approach the rest of the summer? Because there's only about a month left. Yeah. If that.
0: Yeah. And the summer. I don't know. It just feels like it's gone so quickly. Yes. I had, like, plans and thoughts of what my summer would be like and <laughs> great, marvelous moments. And I've had some. Mm-hmm. And then uh, some of us have had trips and different things yep. come. And just it goes so quick.
1: It sure does. Yeah.
0: Plus, in the background, I love that you say it. Like, the D-team emails start to come out mm-hmm. because the really what's taking place in the summer is the preparation for the next year mm-hmm. of these relationships that are the discipling relationships to see Jesus? Yeah. And so there's a lot of administration that takes place. There's a lot of, I think, um, p- even in some ways, preparing our hearts, mm-hmm. you know, like we're getting ready to carry a spiritual weight <laughs> as right. we enter into the next MC season.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think like uh, the the emails and the forms and stuff. The logistics of things going into anything kind of starts to create this rumble or okay. scramble. Yeah. Like, it, the most common one that we've everyone has experienced is like, okay, before the school year starts, I have to go to orientation, yeah. and I have to go to all these mm-hmm. things, and that yeah. really like clicks you into like, oh crap. Yeah. It is all about to go down right now. Mm -hmm.
0: And we're in the midst of like, oh, but I have one more trip and I'm like doing this one thing in Uh LA and whatever. And then the summer ends quickly Mm -hmm. and we're going to find ourselves in that place where, okay, now MCs are starting and I'm connecting with people as a spiritual leader Mm -hmm. or as an apprentice going ready to face productive struggle and Mm -hmm. enter in. So the question is like, how do we prepare for that? Yeah. How, How do we actually... Use the rest of the summer in a way that that is helping us to see Jesus and be a part of what Jesus is going to do for this this next year. Yeah. So, I, I think the co- the big question for this podcast is is really thinking about that gearing up mm-hmm. and how it's possible to look through a lens where we just feel pressure from yeah. that. We we feel a sense of of burden, mm-hmm. and so we're asking the question what. What makes us approach that, the fall, and MC leadership? What can make us approach it like it's pressure mm. rather than approaching it like it's
1: purpose? Yeah. When I, when I think about that, my mind goes maybe further back than it needs to. Mm. But from even back when we... We were in our compulsory education days mm-hmm. that we needed to go to school. There was this rhythm yeah. that was set up. It was like. I'm like,
0: did we do that in MCs? Yeah. You know, no, you mean yeah. like our life, like yeah, elementary yeah, yeah. school. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah so, I felt
0: compulsory to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why I am I doing this?
1: <laughs> I don't know about the rest of you guys, but for me, I never liked school. Okay. Yeah. I never wanted to be in school. Oh. I think I, I enjoy learning now, but I just didn't like mm. learning in the way that school offered me. Yeah. And um, even the social aspects, I still would have rather been doing something mm-hmm. on my own or with my brother or something like that at yeah. my own house. Yeah. And so school for me represented this time of like, someone was always telling me what to do. I was being graded on it. Mm-hmm. There were expectations. And then summer came. And mm-hmm. this was the time where I got to shed all of that and do whatever the heck I wanted. Mm-hmm. So like, I always saw... So every summer, the S in summer is selfish summer. I get to do <laughs> this is my summer. What Yvonne <laughs> wants to friggin' do? <laughs> like, that's so awesome. And I don't. I'm not so sure we've left that habit. Okay. I think it, it because it happened for so many years yeah. um, in a row. That is an ingrained. I mean, if you have a habit that's been ingrained for like I don't know, twelve years. Yeah. For some mm-hmm. people, longer than that. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's a bear. It's a bear to get rid of, and and it takes some really intentional time to think, oh, maybe summer could actually be about something else. It's not about leaving something behind, Mm -hmm. and even the ways that you deal with the pressure of, like, the quote-unquote school year or whatever Mm -hmm. that is for you, um, I think, yeah, our approaches to pressure inform that, too.
0: Yeah. So I I hear you saying it's, like, uh, the expectation of summer to be, like, a space where... I can do what I want. I mm-hmm. have a bit more freedom. I get to be refreshed in some way. Yeah. And so there's an expectation, and then it's like, oh, the summer's ending. And so it's like going back into form. Yeah. It's going back into like the a, a busier season in some yeah. ways. Although summer, we make summers really busy. Yes. <laughs> because
1: know? like for, because it was like so much of I didn't get to do what I wanted to do during the school year. Yeah. Then the summer was like, now I get I'm to do. to maximize it. Exactly. Uh-huh. And yep. that somehow uh-huh. that represented uh-huh. that I would get... Refresh to go back and do more supposed to stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, yep, that's good. When I think about why we feel pressure, um, I I think so much about like the reason why we do things, Mm -hmm. and I just if I look at my own heart, the more I forget why I'm doing it, the. I, I sort of like default. I lean. I like fall. Mm-hmm. Like gravity pulling me yes. straight into sort of a wrong motive for doing it, <laughs> and and so like I know I'm supposed to do this, or that I'm responsible to do this, and um, and so I feel like sometimes with the space of summer, mm-hmm. we we almost lose sight of our reason for discipling people. Mm-hmm. You know. And so maybe it's a bit of the, like, I'm going to use my summer for me. Mm -hmm. And then we, like, sort of forget the heart behind why we got involved in the first place. Yeah. Uh,
1: And that, like, school, in this case, of being an MC leader and mm -hmm. apprentice is Mm -hmm. more about, okay, the discipleship part is the have to. Mm. And so because summer is break time, that means I don't have to disciple people anymore.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. I mean... I get
1: I'm not saying that's for everyone. I'm just I'm just making commentary. Please don't feel accused. Yeah. That's not what I mean. Um but that's what I think sometimes. Yeah. And I think yeah. the
0: remedy to that is like what does Jesus think about mm-hmm. your life? <laughs> right? <laughs> that actually our summers are as much a part of following him, mm-hmm. you know. And and the fall, like if it goes back to the encouragement that God gives to his people over and over and over in the Bible, he's like remember remember. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't want them to forget. Right. So he's, I think for us, as I think about how to end our summer, mm-hmm. a part of me wants to be like, remember, yeah. like if there's space at all, let's use it to come back to the heart, right. To like reconnect to why we're doing this
1: yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. That sounds good.
0: Yeah. So, um, I, I guess as I, as I think about that, I'm, I'm like, what are some ways someone could do that? What would it look like to come back to your reason why you're doing this?
1: Yeah, I think that, uh, I mean, you and I even talked about this a lot the other day, but I am pretty aware of the things that are burdening me for both, like, good and bad reasons. And I don't always know exactly what's burdening me, but, like, I... Sensitive yeah. to the burdens that I, I feel. I certainly feel it. I, yeah, I feel, feel, yeah. feel weight. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it's about all the time, yeah. but I feel it. When
0: I'm feeling burdened, you ask me to do one more thing, I'll respond violently. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm, so I'm overwhelmed. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I think for me, it's always been an important practice and discipline to really look at what are those things that are causing me to feel burdened.
0: Okay, I love that.
1: And that when I know I have this father who beckons me to cast all my burdens on him mm. because he cares for me. Yeah. Like it just makes sense that you should give your burdens to the one who cares for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And not just the one who cares for you but the one who could actually do something about it and yeah. that he's also the god of order and so he he will actually order my burdens for me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um that I offer those things to him and some of them he gives back to me because he's like, "No, I I yeah. gave you that one." Yep. Um, and sometimes he's like, "Why were you carrying that?" Yeah. Be free, mm-hmm. you know, and and then so that I also would be free to to carry the ones that he gives me for my thriving, for his joy, my joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I love that you're talking about it in this such a relational space, like the, the, the Father talking to you, mm-hmm. <laughs> like sharing this conversation with God about the burdens that you're carrying. And I, I wish that was a gift we could give to every single disciple at Resonate, mm-hmm. like to, to realize that more and more. I, I know it intellectually, but to realize it enough that we would spend our time in, in that way, you know. And I think about how we prioritize our vacation times. Mm -hmm. We're like, we're going to make sure we get that camping trip in or that trip to Disney in. We're (laughs) going to make sure we do those things. Yeah. What if we prioritize, like, just space in the morning, your quiet time, Mm -hmm. or maybe a day of a walk or a fasting for one day? Just prioritize time for the Father to, like, Share your burdens with you could mm-hmm. put all your burdens on him. <laughs> <laughs> and he could talk to you about which ones he wants you yeah. to have and which ones he doesn't. I mean,
1: where <laughs> yeah. else can we do that without feeling guilty in some way? Yeah. Cause although like you and I are great friends, and yeah. for the most part, mm-hmm. I feel free to share with you, but there's still that that yeah. feeling that I have when I do also know what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And I'm hesitant to share with you because I don't want to put more, right, and some of that is like I'm not thinking like rightly and I'm over worried for you, but some of that is thinking rightly for sure, because you are a limited person, mm-hmm. I'm a limited person, you, yeah the reality is you and I can't carry each other's burdens perfectly, yeah, but with the father like I, there's no I don't have to worry about that at all,
0: yeah. So in one sense, we're seeing like the freedom of summer setting us up with an expectation that we would have some space and maybe it doesn't always work out that way. Mm -hmm. And then we're feeling like there's burdens that we're feeling and and just to take time to like share those with God. Maybe even our rhythms are off in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Like And so then it's like easier to be disconnected. I think even not being in community of an MC, that's like a part of our natural... So the summer feels like off kilter in Mm -hmm. some ways. Yeah, because I think
1: in a lot of ways, I know for all the MC leaders and apprentices, the people in your MC were part of the burden that God put on your plate. That's right. And so all of a sudden, when your burden's not in front of your face anymore, you kind of lose sight of that burden too. Mm -hmm. And so, Yeah. yeah, to your point... When, when it's gone, it's like, oh, there goes, like, my purpose, too. Yeah.
0: And I think, too, as the MC emails start coming out mm-hmm. and we're gearing up for the fall, it's easy to interpret that as pressure mm-hmm. when our, like, our motive, our roots are sort of, like, reaching into, like, oh, I have to be a good leader. Yeah. I have to do these things. And it's like an earning mm-hmm. motive, yeah. trying to do be dutiful and do everything right, yeah. which at first feels so right, but it actually... If you're the hero, Mm -hmm. then it just ends up being such a pressure, (laughs) right? And so um, I I was in a conversation talking about how it's like a plant that grows, and the stem of the plant is is like the action. Mm. So lead an MC is the action, but then the motive underneath that could be an earning motive Mm -hmm. where we... Or it could be a grace, a, like this. This like Jesus is so good, like He loves me so much. Motive, right? <laughs> and if it's like a, oh, I'm supposed to do this motive, yeah, then it's gonna produce fruit. the The plant, the action looks the same. Yeah, it's always gonna okay lead an MC, but then the fruit that comes out of that is like the burden and pressure. Mm-hmm. But the more we can, and I think all of us have both roots going yes. on at the same time. Yes, for sure. <laughs> right? For I sure. have some that are grace roots and some <laughs> that are like earning roots in me right now. And so taking space to, to sort of sort that out and thinking back to how much Jesus loves me, how beautiful the gospel is, mm-hmm. how much I want others to see him. Yeah. Then that's going to actually start to produce the the action will look the same. I'll get ready to lead an MC, mm-hmm. but my my I'll, I won't. It, it won't be the pressure that yeah. I feel. It'll be more like uh, purpose.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think one of those pressures too that is sort of like stirring in the air and could go one way or the other mm-hmm. between pressure and purpose is there's a lot of people thinking, oh my gosh, one of the report card items is yes. I have to find an apprentice. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so if I don't, there, there's a lot of implications. If I don't, that means I'm failing yes. or I won't be able to lead an MC. What will people think? I love it. Yeah. All those things. So there's, there's a lot of different options It's there.
0: possible for someone in that seat, like mm-hmm. a new leader or a leader whose apprentice is now grad uh-huh. going off to lead. Both of them are going, oh, no, I need an apprentice. Mm-hmm. And if it's starting from those roots of it's about your leadership and about you finding it, you're the hero, mm-hmm. you have to do it then that would really add to the pressure of this moment, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so then what's a way that we help those roots to not, like we don't want it to come from the, it depends on me. Like mm-hmm. this is my leadership and I have to do this and make this happen.
1: Mm-hmm. How
0: do we help people? How do we help ourselves even to get to the other side of like, oh, this is actually grace and it's God's activity, mm-hmm. you know? What, what are ways that we can be like sort of moving to that different motive?
1: Yeah, I, I think... For me, it's depended on um, just like where I'm at spiritually in yeah. the moment. Mm-hmm. So if it's a time where I'm a bit more disconnected from the Lord, then I don't think to talk to him. Yeah. And so yep. um, because he is so kind yeah. and gracious to me, he actually has put trusted people in my life who are talking to him. Yes. And so my what helps me first is then I would go and talk to those trusted people. Yeah. And a lot of times, those trusted people—they they listen, they they hear, they empathize, um, but then they remind me, "Hey, there's someone you could trust even more. Go yeah. talk to him." Yeah. So when I am more spiritually connected, then there's a little bit more of a direct route, and I still talk to these trusted people in my life, but it's more a part of the processing—not like the first, not the first cut of it. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I've, I've never felt a burden lifted without talking to the Lord. Okay. Yeah, like Come truly. <laughs> I, felt, I felt reprieve, right, yeah. from like talking to friends and stuff and just yeah. feels good. Like, oh, okay, it's not just, it's, it's being in the process, on the yeah. journey of being brought to the light by speaking yeah. to trusted gospel-centered friends. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, mm-hmm. the light is not fully revealed on the burden and given to him without bringing it to the Lord in prayer.
0: Yeah. So what I hear you saying is that we need people and these relationships and trusted gospel friends are a tool that God's going to use. But the real win is not that they tell you what you're Mm -hmm. to do or help you change your heart. The real win is that they remind you Mm -hmm. to go back to the Father, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like go back to, like spend some time with Jesus. They say, remember. They say, okay, you need good friends (laughs) saying, remember. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I, I love that. And and I You're saying the very same, like the very heart that I have is, if I could give a gift to every leader and apprentice that's feeling pressure, Mm. it would be to engage in prayer. Yeah, right. So maybe we're those trusted friends right now, saying, (laughs) "Remember, (laughs) like, like go, go to prayer." Yeah, and uh, like intimacy with Him. Um, Tell Him your burdens, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Listen listen to Him. Spend some time with Him.
1: And I know that that can sound. Like, I really want to just reach out to the person that is like, gosh, but prayer feels so impotent. It feels Mm -hmm. so, like, it doesn't do anything. I don't Mm -hmm. feel anything right away. And, uh, dude, I'm I'm right there with you. Like, you're not alone in that. But prayer, even when you don't believe it, you're kind of still shooting almost like this flare in the dark of, like, Mm Is there somebody who's more in control than me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> somebody out there? Yes. You know? And of course I know I know I like all of our MC leaders and friends have that theological yep. like belief and that is important. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you have that theological belief in your mind but not believing it in mm-hmm. your heart and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. If that makes you shoot up the prayer flare Awesome, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I think you're talking about like we can have a theological understanding, mm-hmm. but wh- how do we actually live this out? Yeah, and the idea is that when you're feeling that pressure,
1: mm-hmm.
0: maybe that's a gift of God, yes, to help you get back to the mm-hmm. thing that's true, mm-hmm. right. And I, I can't help but think of the verse that says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Yeah. He's going to call you to something that requires faith. <laughs> like he said it. He's not even hiding. He's like, I'm going to call you to Dang a place. It! <laughs> <laughs> like, he's so clear about it. Yeah. <laughs> that, so we should anticipate that we would have something that feels impossible in front of us. Mm-hmm. And God's allowing that to happen because he wants us to need him a lot. That's right. So, so this season, instead of rejecting it, oh, I feel pressure, mm-hmm. instead it's like look at it as his grace to say, come to me. Mm-hmm. Look for... You can't do it. Mm-hmm. You're not the hero. You don't have the power, but I do and I want to be in this with you. I mm-hmm. want to journey with you. So um, even thinking of someone who's feeling the pressure about, oh, I, uh, you know, the discipleship team says I have to have an apprentice, mm-hmm. right? And we default, we fall, like it's just like gravity pulls us, mm-hmm. like we're going down this slippery slope straight into like, I have to do something. Yeah. And to that, I want to say, please don't.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> don't.
0: It's not your burden. That's Right. What you're looking for is a miracle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So so what I would say instead is don't pick it up feeling like I have to carry this thing mm-hmm. and make someone want to be my apprentice. Mm-hmm. That's not the process. Yeah. The process is that God's already at work in someone's heart.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's already doing something. Yeah. And if you start talking to him and asking him to show you what he's doing and start praying for people, the hope is that he would do a miracle of mm-hmm. calling someone
1: yeah, yeah. I, I really want people to catch that. You are looking for a miracle. That's right. If you are clear that you are looking for a miracle, unless if you think you're the way maker, miracle worker, <laughs> promise keeper. Yeah, uh-oh. Then... <laughs> You will stop looking within yourself or to someone else. Yep. Yeah.
0: That's right. You're, you wouldn't put the pressure on you if you really knew how much a miracle worker you're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, I. Well, oh, that's impossible. Yeah. I can I eat do that. Miracle Whip, yeah. but
1: I cannot make miracles. Yeah. And that
0: was that was Ryan's sermon about the incommunicable attributes yeah. of God. Those are the ones we keep trying to take. The yeah. things about Him that, like, I'm going to take His omnipotence. <laughs> I'll make it happen. Yeah. Right. And that that's where the pressure is coming from. Mm-hmm. And, and so prayer is reminding us that he's the one that does the miracle. That's right. And he's the one that's going to be at work in the heart of that person who will become an apprentice. Mm-hmm. And your part is just to pray. Mm-hmm. And you can actually do that. Yeah. Like the part he gives you to carry, yeah. you can actually carry.
1: And the part he gives us to carry... Is the result of that is that we feel more tethered, more anchored to Christ through it too. Yeah. It's not just this random activity that He asks us to do. Yeah.
0: So how to approach the fall from a place of purpose mm-hmm. rather than pressure? Yeah. Uh, prayer. That's right. Like, like we and and ask Him to do the miracles.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Like, God, I f- I, I want to see You do this, right? And I would even go so far as to say, I I wish the culture of our discipleship at Resonate was such that if God doesn't do a miracle, we don't feel diminished in any way. Right. Instead we say, okay, I'll watch for what you are going to do. Yes. (laughs) Right? Yes. Like every step of the way, it's like putting our eyes on him Mm -hmm. and and trusting in him Mm -hmm. uh, rather than our plans. Um, What are some other things, some sort of practical things we can do to keep from feeling pressure as we aim at the fall? Purpose rather than pressure.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I think, too, like we we talked about it earlier, summer is not a break from discipleship. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, go figure, Jesus had it the clearest. Yeah. So Jesus, before he was born as a baby, a human, he was attached to to the Father and the Spirit mm-hmm. at all times, mm-hmm. at all times. And he showed us that very pattern when he was on earth. He was constantly, yeah, he was discipling people, but he was constantly pulling himself away to, to go with the Father mm-hmm. and spend time with Him. And He wouldn't even bring the disciples with Him. Yeah. He's not trying to lead there.
0: No, no. He's just being <laughs> yeah. with God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. There's no
1: agenda there. Jesus yeah. is like, I'm just going to be with my dad.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be <laughs> with my dad. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think, too, that um, to be coming from a place of purpose is to find ways to be with your dad.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> I, I love that. And I, I think too, like part of the centering for Jesus mm-hmm. was he's he's coming to the heart of his dad mm-hmm. and he's remembering why he's there. Yeah. Right? He's like coming back to like the 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 father's plan. Mm-hmm. What's my dad's plan? <laughs> yeah. You know? And I was talking with a guy who had led a citywide mission. Uh, so he was a missionary in, in Germany mm-hmm. and le- led a citywide effort with like just a really immense and effective staff of people that were working. And he had missionaries that he was responsible for leading. And they would come to him when they were feeling burdens and pressure. And he gave them such a practical, simple thing to do. Um, and I, I, I loved it. I was like, oh, that's so refreshing. Because he said, go find a physical space in the city That reminds you why you came
1: here. Oh. Come on.
0: (laughs) And go sit there. Yeah. Just sit there for half a day or for, you know, two hours or something. Go find a physical space that reminds you why you're here.
1: That's so good. And just
0: be with your father there. (laughs) And and I thought there's something so it sounds too simple to be true, but I was imagining like resonators. Can you imagine if a resonator was like, Going, I'm gonna go to Lake Elizabeth. I'm gonna sit on the Bench, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to look at the people that are walking around this lake, and let God remind me why I'm in this city, mm-hmm. like why He has me here. Or, or maybe I don't know where it is for each one of you. It might yeah. be like your backyard, it might yeah. be your street, you know. But, but for us to think through, like go to the go to a physical space, try to identify where's mm-hmm. a physical space that reminds me of why God has me here.
1: Yeah.
0: And then, it, I, I you put the vacation in, you put the camping trip in. <laughs> Put that in. Uh-huh. Give those. Give the two hours mm-hmm. for that somewhere, somewhere yeah. in your space, you
1: know. How, for, so I I do have places like that for mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. But I'm trying to remember, like, how did I even find those places?
0: Yeah. I, I mean, so what
1: would you recommend to someone who's never done that before?
0: Um, I, I think for me, like, I can think of a couple spaces in the city where, I had an experience before, mm. and it reminds me of God doing something, Yeah, right? So I had an amazing conversation with an atheist at Pete's Coffee, mm-hmm. and I could just go back there and be like, oh, that's why I'm here, you mm. know? Oh, that's or, super cool. <laughs> or um, we, we did some service projects at Oliveira Elementary School, mm-hmm. and I would just maybe just go there, sit on one of the picnic tables there, and just say, God... Like because that's physical space where I'm like oh I want the light of Jesus to shine here yeah and I'd been praying that God would do something here and sort of physically go there and sit there it creates it does something in my heart
1: yeah yeah I think when people hear this kind of thing I know I used to think like oh I'm supposed to just like automatically go somewhere to a mountain in in the middle of the woods or on a hill or something, and yeah. that's the place to go. And those are great places, What's and that really that? works for, for some people. Yeah. Um, I think that for someone who's never done that before, I I would say uh, a place to start is God, give, because he knows exactly who you are and he created you, he's actually given you clues of how to... Hmm. Meet him to experience him by mm-hmm. exactly who you are. Yeah. And so, if you have no idea where that is, just think like, where is a physical place? What's happening in it where my heart just feels at ease? Yeah. Okay. Uh, because chances are, wherever that place is, you feel less. You're not having to fight so many things. Because I think the key is like to some somewhere where you're comfortable and yet not distracted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so God gives you clues in your wiring, in your interests, and all those things uh, for that. So Mm -hmm. for me, I love basketball. Yeah. And, but uh, even though I love basketball, if I'm playing the actual game of basketball, Mm -hmm. that is a little bit too distracted. Yeah, okay, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm doing too much, even though I'm doing the very thing that I love and there's an ease about it. Yeah. But sometimes even just hearing the sound of like sneakers squeaking Mm -hmm. i know this is gross but like in a sweaty gym or like outside at a park Mm -hmm. and hearing like the bouncing of like the ball and like people kind of just in a distance where i can't make out what they're saying but i know that they're like just speaking basketball speak Mm -hmm. and i'm kind of just near that i kind of feel more at ease yeah yeah Mm
0: -hmm. so maybe take a minute and brainstorm a couple of spaces that mm-hmm. fit like that and intentionally go to that space. Yeah. And, and just wait and see what God says to you, mm-hmm. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. Or mm-hmm. find, like, go to the person that you um, admire and find some commonality with, mm-hmm. some chemistry,
0: yeah. and
1: ask them where they go. Yeah. And they'll, they they mm-hmm. can just give you a suggestion. And in in the very least, you're like, oh, this is tied to a person that I love, and yeah. let me try this.
0: yeah. I know some MCs did prayer walks. So I'm like, maybe it's walking your block and uh-huh. praying. Maybe it's walking Quarry Lakes. Maybe it's going to a taco joint in Hayward. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the space is, but there's, a really one there's there. some really good ones. There's some really good ones, and yeah, in, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like worshiping in the taco joint in Hayward. <laughs> so whatever that is, that's that's awesome. Um, I think one one last really practical thing that mm-hmm. I would encourage anyone, if we're approaching the fall and you're feeling pressure mm-hmm. rather than purpose take time to write out a list of the things that God has already done in your MC mm. in the past write it out get your get your notes out notepad and just think of anything he's already done mm-hmm. and then just tell him thank you for those like worship him for those mm-hmm. <laughs> like by yourself just celebrate each one and, or with a friend it doesn't matter yeah. but i'm like but like give give god credit for what he's already done mm-hmm you know as as you look backward cuz as we look at the like w- what he's done it's actually changing our heart and the what we're thinking of the future mm-hmm. we if you like we, I think like when I do that it, um I've done it with my MCs before where we pray and all we do is say, God, thank you for. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the list actually starts to become longer than you think.
1: And then somehow we're all crying at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) But just you've forgotten. Yeah. It's not that he hasn't done anything. That's right. It's that you've forgotten. Mm Mm-hmm. And take time to think about his faithfulness and his power mm-hmm. and what he's done in the past. Write down every person that had a aha and every next step that someone took and every sin that you can remember someone confessed Mm -hmm. and every uncomfortable, accountable conversation, like whatever things you've seen God do or so-and-so came to our MC or so-and-so shared their story for the first time. Yeah. All of these things are like miracles of God at work.
1: Mm -hmm. So-and-so
0: saw the gospel and started crying, you know, (laughs) like write them down, whatever they are.
1: Yeah. We're in worshiping him in thanking him, being grateful for what he has done, it's basically what we've been saying all along. That is an activity of remembering. Yep. And it's remembering who the miracle worker is. Yes. And when you keep remembering who the miracle worker is, you'll go to him for miracles. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So looking backward, it will change you now. Mm-hmm. And the hope is that you'll look at the what's coming this fall and think, You've been faithful in the past. Yeah. And you so I can trust you now with, mm-hmm. with the future. Yeah. You'll right? do it again. You'll do it again. You'll and and I mean he's his promises are true. Yeah. You know. And I love that that's uh it's like a part of all of this is like a part of remembering. Mm-hmm. So if I could give a gift, sort of in closing to the MC leaders and apprentices, I, I would say when you feel that pressure that is god allowing you to see like deeper into some place where we've forgotten mm. some place where we've forgotten yeah either we've forgotten how powerful he is or how faith, how much he's done in the past mm-hmm. or we've forgotten like the joy of someone seeing jesus mm-hmm. <laughs> like we've forgotten the joy of feeling like he's using me mm-hmm. <laughs> And so that pressure is like helping us. It's actually a diagnostic, helping mm-hmm. us see something. And the, the remedy is take it to him. Mm-hmm. Take it to him yeah. in, in one of these really practical ways. So, uh, and I, I look forward to what God's going to do in the, in the fall. Come on. Okay. Well, thanks for a great conversation.
1: See you next time.